If you're looking to save some money on your wireless plan, take a look at Visible Wireless. They're a transparent wireless carrier with nothing to hide. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. Switch to Visible where you can get a one-line plan with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon for just 25 bucks a month, taxes and fees included. One-line wireless, just 25 bucks a month with taxes and fees included. That's unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. Switch now at Visible.com. You shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but you can judge a company by its name. Like Visible, the wireless company making wireless visible. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. This episode of Unlocked is brought to you by ForHims.com. What's happening, friends? Welcome to Unlocked 341. It's IGN's Xbox show, the world's number one Xbox show. It is for April 11th, 2018. Coming up on this week's show, a huge new backwards compatibility drop. We got some 360 games getting Xbox One X enhancements, but even more fun, a new huge pile of original Xbox games that are now going to be playable on your Xbox One. We'll talk all about those. Plus, uh, Sam Fisher has returned, and so has Michael Ironside in Ghost Recon. Very interesting crossover. I played a bit of it. Destin's checked it out as well. We'll talk about that. Uh, plus, uh, an old uh, PlayStation pal makes his way to Xbox and uh, a little PUBG news this week yeah. as well. So stay tuned for all that and more. I'm Ryan McCaffrey. Welcoming back, Destin Legary. Good to see you, Mike. Hi again, everybody. <clears throat> Hello. Hey. Alana Pierce, hi. What's up? Welcome Hello, back co-host. to Axe East. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Did some hosting of some panels. Yeah, I got to play Ashen. That Ooh. was cool. Oh, Talk okay. about that in a minute mm-hmm. as well. And Brandon Tyrell, hi. Hello. Hello. Yeah, you, uh, we, you and I were anchored down watching that, that oh, hour and a half inside Xbox stream. It was all hands on deck. Just dropping all sorts of fun little nuggets of information. What a difference between episode one and episode two. Right? <laughs> episode one, it was like, oh, this is a fun little casual stream. And episode two, it was like, this is a 90-minute packed announcement-filled yeah. <laughs> stream. Yeah. Uh, so you and I were just hammering away at keyboards yesterday. Yeah, we'll you know. get to that in a second. But uh, yeah, PAX East, Alana, mm-hmm. is, uh, do you have... I take it some good fan meetups, some good interactions, yeah. and, and I'd love to hear about Ashen as well. It's a, it's one of the more higher profile ID at Xbox titles. Yeah, I mean, it was very cult in Boston, but it was great. It was great fun. Met a lot of people. Thanks to everyone who came and said hi and came to my panel and all that good stuff. Uh, State of Decay 2 was playable. Miranda and I really wanted to, but the line was very long. <laughs> Didn't end up making it there, but um, yeah, I did get to play Ashen, and... Very impressed by it. Um, this, more than you know, really any other game, is you're accurate when you're saying it's like Dark Souls. It, they, it's yeah. inspired by Dark Souls. They say that themselves, but it's very much Dark Souls. But I like the art style a lot. It um, looks a little cartoony. Mm-hmm. It's also, I think, not as mean. Like you can fall down. Uh, you're trying to jump somewhere because it's not some, as sadistic as Dark of, Souls is. Some parkour elements, and you can like try and vault over something, and it will actually let you do it rather than spikes coming up and killing you from 
<laughs> whatever. There's always spikes. Yeah, no matter classic where. Dark yeah. Souls. Uh, Had to be spikes. But it's also, Marty and I played it in the Shared World co-op, which is actually yeah. pretty cool. Uh, there was a certain door that I could only open if I had him there. So I knew that we'd spawned in the same area and I was just trying to figure out where he was and killing enemies to get loot while I was yeah. waiting for him. And then we both just like had to put our hands inside of a door to open it up to go to a dungeon. And I had a lantern. We were fighting. I think the enemy was literally called the darkness. And uh, it would occasionally steal the light from my lantern. And whenever it did that, I couldn't hit it. So you could only hit it when you had the light. Oh. Uh, Marty did not have a lantern, which meant that he was kind of <laughs> screwed. Uh, I died before he did, so he just couldn't attack it at all. <laughs> so there was definitely some thought uh, in there. I really like the art style. Um, it controls really well. I think it's probably a little bit faster than Dark Souls is, but not quite as fast as Bloodborne, I would say. So somewhere kind of in the middle. Um, but yeah, very impressed by it. And is it is it pretty stable now? Does it feel yeah. close to release? Totally. So yeah. I think we played it at E3 last year. Did you play it with me? I don't think I did. I don't remember who was with us, yeah. but I played it with somebody from IGN last year and it was fun. Yeah. It had some cool makings to it, but it crashed like twice, two or yeah, three times. Yeah, it didn't have any issues, no frame rate problems or anything like cool. that. And I think they said it's coming to Xbox and PC summer. Awesome. I mean, as a, as a Soulsborne kid, like I, it was one of those games where I'm totally stoked for it, but I'll wait until it comes out yeah. um, to, you know get the full experience rather than piecemeal previews. Did, yeah. uh, did you get a look at below? I know Miranda made a feline for it. She unfortunately couldn't be here. Uh, she's tied down with a, with a review mm-hmm. this week. So did you happen to see it? Yeah, the same thing that I saw uh, of below was what was at the Xbox event the week before. Right. Um, supposedly there were some new items, but when you're watching someone over their shoulder play, because I didn't get to play it, you can't really tell what those are. <laughs> but I uh, definitely saw a lot of people like dismembering traps and doing that kind of stuff. And that game continues to look great. And if you haven't played it i don't i guess you can't um easily but it just sounds so (laughs) good like the sound design is the thing that gets me like it's just just even having headphones on with that it's just beautiful if you have the chance to even watch a trailer or whatever just make sure you listen with headphones because it's a very pretty sounding game awesome um i wanted to mention before we get started ign unfiltered is up for april and joseph ferris was in here and if you watched him on the Game Awards, you know he's <laughs> never short on something interesting to say, and we had a really, really fun conversation. Uh, he talked some some uh, some mess some mess about Roger Ebert. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it's uh, a little dramatic. Yeah, it, it was fun. We had a really good. It's probably the it might be the most energetic. Not that it's a low energy show, but it is. Yeah. It's a casual. It's a you know, it's a long just conversation. But this is with him. It's a uh, there's a little more. There's a little more energy to it, and it was a lot of fun. So would love it if everybody would check that out either on IGN, YouTube, or uh, whatever podcast service you like as well. And you actually made him watch the Game Awards. That's how we segment, opened it, right? That's how we started the I'm interview. I'm dying to see uh, that we, video. We rolled camera, I introduced him, and I said, okay, everybody knows you from this. <laughs> L- let's watch it. <laughs> and I wanted to get it. Re- and that's, there's a breakout clip of that on IGN, yeah, yeah. too. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, but I'm, I'm excited. All right, shall we get started? Yes, mm-hmm. I think. Super excited about Because the, the big news this week is certainly the backward compatibility mm-hmm. just you, blowout you. we got on the Inside Xbox show this week. Uh, Destin, we got six Xbox One X enhanced mm-hmm. 360 games. The original Darksiders, which would probably is maybe going to 
make some people regretful that they bought the definitive edition. <laughs> Any excuse to say that. <laughs> oh no, are you kidding me? I die inside a little bit every time I have to say that. You said it twice this morning. <laughs> but not because I wanted to. I, I, I had to explain myself. It's like Stockholm Syndrome. You're like, I can't not say yeah, it. Yeah, I heard they arrest you if you say it wrong. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's uh, the definitive edition? right in here and they're like, how dare you? Only in Austin, though, where the, where the <laughs> yeah. They can get is. to you. Yeah. I think uh, it's really good timing for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for three sure. Three on the way. Gears of War 2 rounding out the trilogies because uh, 3 was already X enhanced. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Gears of War 1, we had the ultimate, ultimate not definitive, <laughs> just an <laughs> ultimate edition right. that I'm came a- out a couple of years ago. Gears of War 2, of course, being the best Gears of War. Yep. Let's yeah, not, they actually okay. talk about Ooh. that. We did a clip out from the stream <laughs> where they kind of go. go over everything about Gears of War 2 and like why it was so important to them yeah. and the whole Maria scene and why it was so important. Yeah, yeah Dom and Maria, man. Oof. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Still Maria! hits me. No. No. That's the only time I can recall that I've cried from a video game. I think. So, so I that, cry every time Razor Hail comes on. <laughs> that's the thing. Gears. Razor Hail. For all its, for, for, you know, all the, the muscle bound necklace dude. Yeah. Bro stuff. Yeah. It's got going the, on. It, the upside down triangles. It yeah. really does. Have a, a a great story and character development too. So, what you you found that more impactful to you? Because for me, what got me was was I don't know. I guess I won't spoil it for anybody. But the the, thing the, in the, the big third thing game. in three. No, yeah. that didn't bother me as much because I guess um, <laughs> I can't even answer the question. <laughs> Just nope. Didn't there was you. nothing else going for. Yep, thing. I can't okay. say. This is okay. great radio. It was fine. <laughs> no, no, the the relationship one really hit me a lot harder for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, cause see, for me that the Maria thing kind of rang a little hollow because it's like we've spent a game and a half looking for her and then. Yeah, but, 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 yeah. I think it was. The, <laughs> yeah, don't I, I guess ruin it. I don't know why I'm worried about it. The game's like <laughs> ten, 10 years, years old. It was the way what? that it sorry happened. guys, I haven't played it yet. Me and and the way that they presented it in that yeah. scene, I think, is really cool. And that you you see the ideal version, and then you yeah. see what she's yeah. actually yeah. like. And I, I just think that it was was really it cool. was the pacing, it was the atmosphere, the, the music was great. But yeah, I think it was really he was seeing her again as he remembered her yeah. versus. It was sort of this parallel to like the world as it is now. Was that before or after, after war? the tie thing happens? Oh, uh, I, I believe that was before. I don't know. Now I don't well, remember. It, it was just like smack in the middle of the game, as I recall. Pretty much. Yeah. Like the whole second yeah. half. But was. the tie thing is also down there when they realize people being tortured. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I you're remember. right. That but, is a good scene, too, though. Yeah. For, for a, a game that is like, I think. I, I was always defensive of the series when it was, you know, the games were coming out because people would be like, oh, it's a bro shooter. I'm like, you haven't played it. It's emotional. I care. I'm invested. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I, mean, I think they're Oh, come you, on. If you haven't played Thanks, it yet, man. this is a really good time to get in because, like, the, the enhancement pack, is, it's just super impressive what they do with all these titles. And you just pop your disc in if you have a disc or mm-hmm. you can get it super cheap. So Brandon and I were laughing when we were watching, uh, not at Gears, but sort of at how how good gears is and has held up it visually because i like the way doing, i like the were, way you set that up that's <laughs> nice well i just want to be absolutely clear because now they were doing the when they were doing that announcement yeah they're yeah, doing yeah. like the the same scene you know the graphics comparison stuff that like we do and it's like here's original gears yeah. too and here's xbox one enhanced gears too and i'm I, like i don't see i feel difference. like you and i both looked at each other like, like what 
What? <laughs> Did something change? <laughs> Understanding that we're watching it on a compressed a com- stream. Yeah, compressed on your phone. Yeah. Stream. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. we we're on desktops, but still, it's just like, I'm yeah, it's... Uh, so, but it is it is a testament to how gorgeous those games were mm-hmm. 10 years ago. The, they, the, yeah, you, you, you can kind of clean them up, polish them up, but it's not like a, oh my God, I'm yeah. seeing things I never saw before. Yeah, like the Master Chief Collection with Halo 1 and 2, and you press the, the back button. Oh, right, yeah, right. You're like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I actually love doing game. that, seeing it side by side like yeah. that. It's really like, oh my God. You, you, almost, like, you almost forget. Yeah. yeah, but I, I also always use it because if an environment is really dark in the modern version, mm-hmm. you, you go, go back, to the old yeah. version, the you can see everything. Yeah. Yeah. There are no shadows anyway. Yeah, yeah. I take advantage of that a lot. Yeah, yeah we were jumping from, that was the 480i era. Yeah. So, that, you know, that's a little bit of a bigger jump. But so, yeah, Darksiders, Gears 2, and then Portal 2, one yeah. of the best games of the last ever made. Ever made. Just ever. ever. Made. Yeah. yeah. Play, the co-op. It's Play the co-op. It's consistently on our top 100 games of all time list, which just got updated recently. You should Mm -hmm. check that out on IGN. (laughs) I wonder if it's on it. Plug. It it is. I know. (laughs) Uh, Destin, this one's for you. Sonic Generations. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you got so excited. You're like, all right, Destin time. The highlighted one. Oh, I no, what time is it? Destin time. Oh, uh, Sonic for for you Sonic fans. This is uh, Generations is not only X enhanced, but this is the first time it's it's compatible on 360. It wasn't already backwards compatible. It's a fine Sonic game. And then uh, <laughs> it's a fine Sonic. It's, it's a handsome Sonic. It's a fine Sonic. No Sonic game. Mania, but it's a fine Sonic. Amongst game. Sonic games, it's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars: The Force Unleashed. Yeah, which was uh, another Sam Witwer joint. Yeah, he, uh, we were just talking about Days Gone before the show started, uh-huh. and Sam Witwer is in all of our lives and dreams, and he's a great guy. You, are you trying to confess right now that you dream about him? Is uh, that I I have no it. problem saying okay, I have him. watched him t- uh, stream on Twitch before, and uh, it was a lot of fun. Basically, he does an amazing Emperor Palpatine impression. I don't know if you knew that. Is he not? I did not join me. I did like Star he, Wars the he, Force on. He voices though. he voices him th- in Rebels. He might in Rebels. He voices a bad guy in Rebels. Yeah, I don't know, but that guy's He great. might be Palpatine. Uh, also, anyway, f- being human. Yeah, f- uh, Force Unleashed. I, Force Unleashed 1, mm-hmm. generally a little, regard a little more highly than 2, right? Uh, I, like the, that I like the premise of, yes, definitely highly regarded compared to 2. 2 was not great. Really? Uh, I like this one so much and the premise of Starkiller that I actually collected all the cutscenes and made a DVD of the, like you were yeah. such a nerd i, I was such you. a nerd and it was like when i was starting video production and i'm like i just i want yeah. all these cutscenes. yeah edit all the capture in 480p yeah, yeah. and was this like before or after that dead space cosplay uh it was before. my favorite it was photo before. of you ever. <laughs> yeah. it was before dead space cosplay yeah, it was before dead space i love the idea that you host like a screening in your bedroom i had great <laughs> like neighbor kids and your mom <laughs> and, like, i gave family. some of my it was when i was at screw attack and some of the other guys are big star wars fans and i was like here check this out oh yeah that's so great yeah yeah rip, rip lucas <laughs> arts that's uh that was the beginning of the end for for LucasArts as a as yeah. an internal development studio, unfortunately. And then uh, uh, the sixth one here is just a little game. Nobody's heard of it. It's a uh, Red Dead Redemption. Big pardon. Something about zombies. Mm. I don't know. Oh, the, like that Red Dead Revolver <laughs> game. Yeah. 
Yeah, the follow-up to the... This is amazing. Yeah, red, 4K yeah. in red hand. Yeah. It looks amazing. Yeah, we have gameplay footage of this up on the site right now and this also on YouTube. It, so hopefully. check it out. Yeah, you, ah, that you, game still holds up. Yeah, you can check it out on uh, iGen.com, of course, right now. 4K capture. We made sure that uh, the enhancements were active before we did the capture. And it just it looks absolutely I mean, great. This gets me more excited for Red Dead Redemption 2. Mm-hmm. This is looking at timing. how good this is right now. Well, it's also it's also probably the closest thing you're ever gonna get to a PC version yeah. of Red Dead right? One. Yeah. I mean, since that never happened, now you've got 4K all you know mm-hmm. dialed up version here. Yeah, man. Right right now, Xbox has the definitive version of Red Dead Redemption, which yep. I never thought I would hear myself say. Mm-hmm. But I'm glad I waited to play through it because when they initially brought it out, a lot of people played through it again, and I'm like, oh, I'm so glad I waited. Like a few months, yeah. yeah. Because now I can play through in 4K. I actually True. never finished it, and I've been looking for a reason to go back. But you know, do you with, know what happens in the I end? No, the I do, for you? Uh, well, you actually, do I do. I do. You don't know <laughs> what did, happens. It did get spoiled. Okay. It's yeah. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, it's like one of the best videos. Yeah, ruin it for everybody it's else. No, it's, yeah. no, don't do that. <laughs> if we're not going to ruin Gears, yeah. Gears trilogy, let's we're go not back to Dom and Maria, Destin. So yeah, so those six are are now. Enhance, X enhanced. Mm-hmm. So if you've got them, grab, uh, dig your disc out, or if you own them digitally, then they'll take an update if you launch them. And then on the original Xbox front, this is what what warms my heart. Yeah, man. Because I spent you know years covering, well, all f- four years basically covering the original platform. So I've played so basically all of these. They're coming out in two waves. So there's a, a batch that's releasing on April 17th. That's next week. And then April 26th will be the the next round. The first one's from Marty, I think. So I actually, I actually have a question. What is a blinks? Am I saying that correctly? It's a time sweeping cat. Time okay. Sweeping yeah. cat. Don't All right. don't you talk any cool. rough? You dare. Right. All right. Well, I feel like we covered that one. Uh, Breakdown is on the <laughs> list. <laughs> but bl- yeah, blinks. Of course, that's old for old school unlocked fans. Know that we actually attempted to. <laughs> Purchase acquire it. that game at one point until we Un- found out it's un- way more complicated than any Unlo- of us could have possibly imagined. The unlocked brand attempted to yeah. buy Blinks. Yeah, yeah. We, lo- well, we looked into it. We we're like, lit- let's actually see what it w- like. What would it take to acquire it? Because we loved it. We were going to give it to to Cappy. Cappy Bar. Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, and have them do. Well, they're busy with Below, so yes. <laughs> yeah. Don't take them off. Still that. busy. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's funny is even if this happened three years ago, they still were busy with still. <laughs> um, yeah, that's cool. I would love to see like what the cheapest, uh, Xbox IP you could buy is. That's a good, yeah, we should, we should look into that. Um, probably the guy game considering it's illegal. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I remember when we, if we got that, like we, cause back in those days, there weren't 7,000 games releasing every week mm-hmm. between you know, triple A big budget stuff and, and, and ID at Xbox. Yeah. Uh, we were, we reviewed everything Yeah, on Xbox when we were at OXM and uh, we got the guy game and it's, was a full motion video game yep. where you, it was a trivia like game show thing and girls would take off their top. You hit and, your first underage topless scene and you were just like, look, this we, is, this is, a, this is a problem. Pick up Otis <laughs> game that just came out on PS4. Oh, um, seduction, seducer. Oh, yeah. Super yeah, we, seducer. Oh, and they you, pulled it. We very yeah. oh they pulled Steam we, pulled yeah. it no, uh, not I don't know if Steam did but the publisher PlayStation I think PlayStation did. oh yeah. PlayStation did yeah. you're yeah, they, right I read we that. declined coverage on that when they read you were like no why like, the best I, I was, really want to oh, play that game it's terrible it I disgusting. I mean it's the same boat as hatred man right like 
I see what it is. For I am not going to look at it legitimately. This right. is not a legitimate video game. This is a culture story. I mean, hatred didn't even sound fun. Whereas this game, no, not that it sounds fun. I'm so curious people. about what they have to say that I'm like, I really want to play it. You really want to hear what they have to say? Yeah. Really? This guy? Yeah. And it's super just yeah. I, I just think it would are. make a really yeah. funny Let's Play yeah. to play that <laughs> If game. I remember right, we gave the guy game a one out of okay. ten. I mean, you gave it a point? Ryan. <laughs> yeah. We did. Was the it, fact, the, the, fact, the fact that it violates federal law. Well, we didn't know that at the time. But it was, yeah, no, sir, I mean, it was like, I think four, five, six weeks after it came out, it was like, it was pulled and it turned out that those, the girls that signed those waivers yeah. were underage and like, ah. Yeah. So. They were with 17, was, right? Yeah. Oh, no. I feel like, was that Chappelle skit where, like, the girl had two forms of ID? Uh, it was the R. Kelly song, right? Uh, yeah. I, I would be really I would be really shocked. Who's R. If... Kelly? <laughs> Tell me about this story, Brandon. All right, here we go. This is going to be That's a sub-episode. Off-air conversation. Um, I would be shocked if the developers knew that they were underage, but, I mean, it doesn't really matter at the end, right? Nope. It's still bad. <laughs> yeah. Was the trivia not good? Did anybody go to jail? I don't even remember. I'm pretty sure somebody probably went to jail. I would think so. Whoever. See, now I want to play the guy game. You just, like, as soon as you're like, <laughs> Alana, okay, no. You're I'm not. Like, Let me play you're it. not actually allowed to own it. <laughs> right? I mean, <laughs> doesn't that violate, like, Although, child <laughs> pornography laws yeah, at some point? Yeah, right. <laughs> not, to, not to excuse it, but if you did happen to own it, I'll. That that disc might be worth <laughs> yeah. a decent amount yeah. of money because no, what's, <laughs> what's what more, is happening to this episode? More valuable, the guy game or PT? Go. <laughs> oh man, I, I you mean fiscally or socially? <laughs> I'm gonna look it up on eBay <laughs> and see if I can oh, find my how goodness. much. This anyway, I <laughs> I don't know what. Oh how that dude, happened. some oh we should write an expose like ten years after the guy game. Oh <laughs> yeah, how I. I don't remember who reviewed. Might have been might have been Tom Price that did the review for OXM. Because it you wasn't guys, me. It's so cheap. Really? You yeah, it's just thirty bucks. Oh, no one buy it. By the way, if you purchase this, you end up on a government watch list. All this hundred percent. I put it on my watch terrible list. Terrible games. Remember Jared Fogel? That's yeah. that's the first step right there. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, really want to buy really, really not I'm looking not forward to the really really not looking forward to the FBI raiding the office next yeah. week. That would count as me owning child porn. I Guess don't what? want it. It's already, it's now going to come up as every one of the like Google ads. You're for right you. because I clicked. Hey, watch. We, you're done. <laughs> oh. We saw done. that you like over free. I came. Yeah, oh. maybe if you like <laughs> the guy game, you'll love seasons one through three of the Man Show on DVD. <laughs> uh, I want to start this segment over. So original <laughs> Xbox games, first wave, April seventeenth. Blink's the time sweeper. Yes, he's a time sweeping cat. All right. Uh, he's awesome, and it's awesome to have him back. Conquer Live and Reloaded, which this to me writes a wrong because when Rare Replay was announced, it had the N64 version, but not also the Xbox version of the yeah. game. Like, <laughs> yeah. why? What is going on? And I still never got a clear answer mm-hmm. as to why, but. Maybe this is why? I, well, I don't know. I can't imagine it's been planned for yeah. that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what's cool about this is, to me, this is the better version of the game only because it actually looks amazing. This was where Rare went ridiculous with the fur shading because the original Xbox could do it. The PS2 couldn't do that. Mm -hmm. GameCube couldn't do it. And it looks awesome. Like he, Conker looks all huggable and furry, and <laughs> he's just he's just adorable looking. And so are all the other characters. So and then he just starts vomiting expletives. Right, everywhere. that's the fun. All that's, the other characters look adorable. 
Not all of them. Like a, there's the poo monster. Yeah, the, I'm uh, like, great, the almighty one's poo. One's a giant piece of poop. <laughs> but yeah, Literally. Uh, Conquer Alive and Reloaded. Very happy to see that there. Pretty crappy. Uh, Morrowind. <laughs> probably one of the most requested yes. games. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I confess, I only played like a little bit of it on original Xbox. My PC at the time couldn't run it, so yeah. Or if you're watching the video, Ooh, that, hot, that hot four by three. <laughs> I was stoked about all these announcements. People were like, you really want to play old games like on yeah. Twitter, and I'm like, yes. yeah, I do. Yes, please. I love these enhancements. This is great. Keep doing this. Yeah, I, I love Morrowind. I like Morrowind more than I like Oblivion. Actually, I might even like it more than I like Skyrim. I was, gonna, I was yeah. just going to say, no, a lot I, of people, Morrowind is their favorite Elder Scrolls yeah. game because it's it's very fantastical. Like, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a lot sort of weirder in a good way. You can also, yeah. there's, there's so many different things you can do with magic abilities and items mm-hmm. and stuff that you can just get really weird with it. Yeah. And it doesn't get have, uh, you know, a lot of people, so, or some people weren't a fan of Oblivion's leveling system how things would sort of mm-hmm. always be around your level mm-hmm. and this d- this doesn't do that <laughs> but morrowind is quick uh, immediate turnaround yeah. stiff walk away he's been but on I mean, a ho- he's been that. on a horse for several hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that's what they were able to do within the limitations at the time and it, it's cool it's yeah cool this, to see how much it's evolved. this is like a yeah. 200 hour role-playing game yeah. that was sandwiched under the original xbox mm-hmm. I, i'm the Everyone same way i think at some point after it came out i i did boot it up i think it was after i played oblivion as well but i i really liked oblivion and then went back and played morrowind it was just that sort of like technological step backwards yeah. and i just yeah, couldn't i couldn't do it mm-hmm. um so i'm excited to <laughs> i mean I'm, I'm kidding myself if i think i'm ever going to finish this game <laughs> in this day and age <laughs> no but um, I'm excited to go back and check it out and kind of see where the series that you know everyone loves so much came from. We're looking mm-hmm. at the PC version here, but uh, it, I would, it'll still look. I mean, on on mm-hmm. or on the Xbox, it'll probably look about like this. Yeah, on April seventeenth. Yes, April seventeenth for that one. And then uh, Brandon, this one's up your alley. Yeah. Original Xbox favorite. One of the sort of underrated. First, yeah, it's it's a uh, this. Is, I would fair cult classic here. Yeah, yeah. Hunter the Reckoning. Emphasis on cult. Thank you. Anyone? No? (laughs) I'm with you. I'm with you. All right. It's going to be one of those days. Um, Yeah, man. uh, My buddy and I really, really like playing the sort of isometric co-op Twin action stick RPG. shooter, action yeah, RPG so kind of thing. The, this, this, and Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance. That, that Champions that, of Norad. Those were huge yeah. in this, in that sort of 2002 to 2004 yeah. era. And they were a lot of. I mean, they're so. You don't really find couch co-op games like this anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean. I think the last one I really, really got the same vibes from was probably Cuphead. Um, just playing with a buddy, but uh, Hunter the Reckoning was one of those games, but it had the skin on it of like weird occult and mm-hmm. ghosts and vampires and werewolves and like. It was super over the top. It was a little like dramatic and cheesy to the point where like the judge and and you had like a reformed priest who had a cross that was also a shotgun (laughs) and a trench coat, like a a leather duster, like like from dusk till dawn. This is a hundred percent like an early Tarantino (laughs) video game. Um, you had like the club girl who had the fuzzy sweater with the 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 weird hair style, and she had two pistols that would do like matrix flip jumps. I liked playing her a lot, but um, Hunter was great, man. Like, yeah, it, was. It, it is a good. It's not polished by any means, but I'm curious to go back. I think we might do a let's play of it. Oh, we are. There's a few of these that uh, you, you as as the Xbox editor yeah, now. I get to are responsible. I get to play. Um, I think we'll go back and do a, a let's play. But I remember just having a ton of fun with this and the sequel actually. Um, I remember the sequel being not as good. Yeah, and neither of them are like stellar experiences. It is much more of that experiential, like play it with a friend kind of thing. Um, But 
I think it was underrated, and I'm excited to go back and see just how bad it really was. Yeah. So if you happen to get through Morrowind and you're like, man, I'd like I'd like to revisit mm-hmm. another giant original Xbox RPG. Well, there's a couple more for you. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. In in the April 17th batch, Jade Empire, another this one. This is the one I'm most requested. excited about. Yes, this I is love so cool. Jade Empire. Yeah. I'm glad they updated this one. Yeah. And the best thing is, like, often when they do these enhancements, they make them easier to purchase on mm-hmm. Xbox Live, so mm-hmm. you can pick it up if you prefer to play on console and easily access it. And it is a fantastic uh, RPG from BioWare when they were kind of dealing... A l- Did this one... So I've was, only played a little, but they have a first, morality system. I think yeah, they, they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was their first original IP, I think. Yeah. yeah. It, it's yeah. very much a sister game to KOTOR. Mm-hmm. Like, there's right. a lot... It's sort of structurally and, and gameplay systems-wise, they're mm-hmm. similar. Yeah. But the subject material is something that you almost never see touched on. Ever. Right. It's like Chinese mythology. Yeah, um, which is awesome. Yeah, it really is. Uh, the morality system wasn't good or bad, was it? It was like... Yeah, I, I don't think it might have been closer to like what Fable's system is. It had narrative ties to like the stuff. mythology of it as well. And this this was... So you had... Um, you had Casey Hudson's KOTOR team. Mm-hmm. This was a, a, a second team at Bioware that made this mm-hmm. game. Because this Jade Empire came out, as I recall, I believe it was just a, about a year after KOTOR did. Yeah. So, you know, it was there were two different teams, uh, same engine, same technology, a lot of the same sort of template kind yeah. of stuff from, mm-hmm. a, from a gameplay perspective. But, yeah, really beloved game. Never got that sequel. It did come out on iPad years later, weirdly. It's, yeah, I have it on my iPhone. Was it yeah. on EA or, Play? I thought it was on EA no, Play. No, sorry, I have the other mm, one on my iPhone. I don't know. On what? EA, EA Play. Play. Oh, the access. Oh, I'm thing. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on EA I, e, I just got an EA, EA Play you, email this morning. Yeah. yeah, thank like, you. I've had to do capture for it. It is on Steam. I yeah, played okay. like the first hour or yeah. so of it. So it was fun and it was it was different, you know. And I, I actually never finished it. I always been meaning to go back, so I'll have to add that to the pile of games I'll probably never finish yeah, realistically right. again. But. Yeah. So uh then another absolute original Xbox diehard gem mm-hmm. fan favorite gem of a game, Panzer Dragoon Orda, which was just gorgeous at the time. It really, really was. Uh just very unique. It was it was that sort of that was peak Sega having, you know, they they'd got Sega was all in on Xbox yeah. because the Xbox was almost basically like Dreamcast 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> after the Dreamcast had failed. And yeah, this was an exclusive game for the original Xbox. It was really expensive. Like even a few years after release, it was tough to get. Yeah. So it was like a hundred bucks easy to buy this game, and now you can just download it. <laughs> I feel so bad. I rented yeah. it from Blockbuster and never returned it. <laughs> Your wife. So that's how I got my copy. Did Blockbuster go out of business, and then you got to keep it? Uh, I don't know. I mean, well, they now, eventually yeah. went out of business, but I think I lost it long before that. <laughs> oh, you don't have it? I don't think I have it anymore. No. So wait, did I have a habit? Did of that, you actually. when Blockbuster <laughs> filed for bankruptcy? Did you owe them money? Uh, they never contacted me. <laughs> I changed, yeah, what happened? I had actually you changed, changed my address and name before that. <laughs> no. Uh, no, no. I, the only other game that I actually did this with was, uh, God. Uh, is this going to be like that HBO? Enter the Matrix. So. Is this going to be like that HBO series about that guy who like confessed on HBO to killing someone and, and then, then they gets, arrested him? And actually gets arrested? <laughs> in real life? Are you, are, I don't know, I don't know what's this? in this coffee, but like I'm being real truthful right now, and I think that should stop. <laughs> Uh, back in the day, I would rent Super Nintendo games when yeah. that was like the main platform, and you could like put your saves on there, and you'd always put it in like the last slot. So hopefully, the next time yeah. you rented it, it was <laughs> yeah. still there. And yep. uh, you like Super Mario put RPG. a little mark on the cartridge. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you Super, know which one? Super Mario RPG was actually like one of the games where I rented it 
so long that they eventually sold it, and I'm just like, I don't want to lose my save, so I bought it from the movie rental yeah, place. Yeah, I respect that. Yeah. Uh, I, I, just, like, I just like stuff. I did that with like Jet Force Gemini. It was like I was having trouble, so I rented a copy of that game that was mm-hmm. way further on so that I could find out things that were in the late game, which was That's a very you. dumb thing to do as a kid. <laughs> it was just like, I'm going to rent the game that I have to see what's on this save file. It was bringing up a lot of fond memories of, yeah, on, on a regular basis, going to Blockbuster or whatever video store, mm-hmm. and usually they had them in like a, a clear plastic yeah. Piece, like yeah, not yeah. the and then you snap that open and there was the cartridge in there. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> and the uh the instruction booklet. Remember those? Oh uh, the the black and white <laughs> photocopies? Yeah. 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 Good times. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh SSX three Destin. Uh that's pretty cool actually. I'm glad we're getting like an arcade snow order game yeah. that people can play. Uh, yeah, it's, it's gonna be a lot of fun. Another those, beloved series. Those tricks. Yeah, yes. Tricky do rock. <laughs> and the one that uh by the, someone sent me a clip yesterday of this show. From very recently, like two weeks ago or something. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and I said that breakdown will never happen. Will ne- <laughs> never. And it's almost as if Bill Stilwell and the backward compatibility team were listening and were like, we'll because, show him. Because they can <laughs> knock it out in two weeks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're yeah right. totally. No, that's. Uh, yet you talk about another cult classic. This one's very near and dear to my heart. I've talked about it on on IGN and on Unlocked many times. But Breakdown is yeah. going to be compatible on the Xbox One. <laughs> I still have my copy. I went and just grabbed it off the shelf yesterday. I'm like, okay, it's yeah. time to play again yeah. in another yes. week. We should bring in our original games, just pool them all together and see yeah. what we have. No, we'll, So we'll be doing Let's Plays of, of Breakdown because... Uh, oh, fun. So Breakdown was... Uh, it was known for one scene. Like, if you remember Breakdown, you you think of the eating the cheeseburger in first person, and then and then it was poison, and you rush right over and vomit into a mm. toilet, which had never been <laughs> done ah, before. The claim to fame in first person, <laughs> first person vomiting had never been done in a game before. But and now Sea of Thieves. So look how far yeah, we've there come. There you go. We're we're there. Now, when I saw that, I was like, this game's special. <laughs> <laughs> but what was cool about it? So <laughs> someone who's vomited but, before. You know, we we sort of <laughs> take it for granted. <laughs> we sort of take it for granted now but breakdown was was one of the first games and it was totally a one-off it was namco developed it namco published it i was just talking with somebody on twitter about this this morning there was there's never if you look on the box you look anywhere there's no development team named it's just developed by namco published by namco there's not even like an internal team name yeah like you know the ead team at mario at nintendo does the mario games or what have you or how it's just Namco, so there's we have no idea who made Breakdown. It's just it's just this thing that came out, another original Xbox exclusive, never came to PS2 or GameCube. But yeah, it was one of the first games to completely just commit to the first person all the time. You yeah. never left that perspective. And it's a melee game. There are some guns in it, but it's yeah. basically about melee combat. But what's cool is it has one of the best science fiction stories I've ever played in a really? game. Really? It, yeah. it takes some twists and turns that are phenomenal, and I'm totally going to replay it. Like, does Better it del- than Mass Effect. Does it deliver it <laughs> smartly through the gameplay, or is it one of those things where I could read the Wikipedia and be like, man, that's a great short story? Oh, no, I think it's smartly delivered. I think so, yeah. Because, I mean, there were there were parts where I was just like, what? There's some really good <laughs> twists to it. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> you were like, what? Please. Right, that. It was also high the entire time I want to see, see that side by side with the uh, that Whoa. gif. <laughs> well, now you just gift yourself. Oh God, damn. it's just a it's a it's a never ending cycle. It but keeps on giving. Yeah, very thrilled that the uh, because I don't even know if Breakdown would quite even qualify as a cult classic. It's like a cult classic of a cult classic. Yeah, mm. 
I think you're right. It's it's I'm I've been carrying the torch for it for a long time. Tens but I'm, of people. There aren't yeah, there aren't many of us. <laughs> I, of, I admit. Tens of people. <laughs> anyway, so that's the a really cool group of games on April seventeenth, and then. Uh, you know, a little over a week later there, nine days later, you've got a second larger batch of mm-hmm. original Xbox games. Oh, yeah. So just to just to finish off the, the thought earlier about giant role-playing games that were awesome on original Xbox. In fact, giant exclusive, because mm. uh, Morrowind, I mean, yeah, it was a PC game, but never came to PS2, never came to GameCube. Same thing with Jade Empire. Right. Uh, KOTOR 2. Of course, KOTOR yes. 1. Has Xbox One X enhancements yeah. and was, two, was in that first batch. Two fantastic Bioware games Co- on this yeah. list. Yeah. KOTOR 2 is now, uh, which which obviously was Obsidian's first game. Yes. Their very first game. Oh, that's, that's right. That's right. I discovered that too when I was yeah. Yeah, yesterday. That's how they got their feet wet. They they had to rush it, unfortunately. So the, the ending uh, they have had long since admitted was is not <laughs> quite like, what they man. wanted, but... Uh, but still a phenomenal role-playing game, KOTOR 2, mm-hmm. along with uh, five other Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. Battlefront 1 and 2, which, quite frankly, I'm very surprised that that this was signed off on because... Names. Right, like, this... this I mean, I'm surprised well, EA, like, didn't be... didn't sort of block this somehow. That they've got their own Battlefront 1 and 2 yeah. to sell, but yeah. there you go, Battlefront 1 and 2. I am quite um, curious about the motivation behind that. But keep in mind, um, you know, even though these games are coming, the online live servers for the original Xbox have since been turned off. So there's, oh yeah. there's no multiplayer. In bots. Games. But yeah, if you want to kill some <laughs> bots. Uh, and then Jedi Academy, Jedi Knight Jedi Academy, which... Stings me a little bit. Destin, the go sequel, ahead. The sequel's on our top 100, isn't it? Jedi, Jedi Knight Jedi. 2, Jedi yeah. Outcast. Yeah. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, Jedi Academy was the third one. Well, sort of a, the fourth one, technically. Dark Forces was the first game. Forget it. You know what? Why I'm do gonna, Star Wars Whenever I'm having a teacher and so I start weird. looking at all the Star Wars titles on old consoles, it's literally like three pages yeah. long. Dude, it's, like each Star Wars game on this list has at least two colons in it. Yeah, <laughs> it was it was just a thing back in the early aughts. Yeah. That's how that's mm-hmm. how we did it. Yeah, because Dark Forces was a Star Wars first-person shooter starring Kyle Katarn. That okay. was your character. That was a PC game. Never came to a console. Uh, and then the sequel was Star Wars Jedi Knight, which really... Uh, introduced the lightsaber and totally took that game to the next level. But that was Jar- Dark Forces 2. And then you had what? Jedi Knight 2. Uh, <laughs> Dark Forces 3. Yeah. Nicole, we need to pitch I'm serious. Yes, you're right. And then it was, so it's all very weird. But. We need to pitch Marty. Top 100 Star Wars games. <laughs> There's, <laughs> There's probably, probably 100, 100 of them. You just have to order them. The yeah. point is, yeah. uh, so Jedi Academy was the th- the last one in the series Raven did it as they they also did uh, Jedi Knight Two. Jedi Academy is good, but it's no, it's not even in the ballpark of Jedi Knight Two, which mm. they're based off the same engine. So, like technologically, Maybe I it's wonder. The corner. I'll have to just tweet Bill, I guess, and see you know <laughs> what the deal is on that. But nevertheless, uh, Jedi Starfighter, I didn't play that one back in the day, and then I mentioned Kotor Two, and then uh, Republic Commando, the co-op focused first stormtrooper game. Right? Mm-hmm. Are you uh, yeah. Stormtrooper or Clone Trooper? I think you were uh, a Clone, clone Trooper. trooper. Yeah. yeah. That was um, interesting. I remember that being a big deal because yeah. it was like, oh, I you, could, you lead night. a squad of Clone Troopers. Yeah. And, and if you were playing by yourself, it was three AI buddies, mm-hmm. which cause the which it, you could control and command. Yes. Right? Yeah. Uh, Tim uh, Luongo, who, who beca- 
was the creative director on that game who went on and was the creative director on Halo 5, which did the same thing yeah. with Blue Team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, there's sort of, there's a lineage there. Yeah, I had Republic Commando on the the 10 list that we made of games we wanted, and the same as Jade Empire. So like, it's, they may be all listening to community feedback I more than we would expect. It. <laughs> yeah, you could too. Yeah. I had to figure out capture for a bunch of these old games, so it's cool that they're now on the Xbox One. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And then MX Unleashed for you dirt bike fans. Panzer Elite Action Fields of Glory, that's Europe only. Mm. Sorry, American Xbox fans. Destroy All Humans. Mm-hmm. Whenever we do clips of this game, they crush. People love Destroy All Humans. Don't huh. don't tell them the secret sauce. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it came out on PlayStation 4 or one of the. The, oh, the they re, yeah, they reissued it. I think, yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh my god, like I did not expect interest to be this high. So hmm. good on Xbox and I for getting think, this one going. If I remember right, I'm going to get called out in the comments now, but I'm going off memory here. I think THQ Nordic, as part of their ongoing effort to just, I think continue <laughs> continue <laughs> reforming THQ. I think they bought they they have the IP for this. Interesting. I think. Well, they got a. Uh, so they might, you know, it doesn't. It, basically, I'm saying there could be a new one in the future. But they got a Jack Nicholson alien who wields an anal probe that uh, shoots people in the butt and then they explode. So, having never <laughs> played this, that sounds an awful lot like Mars Attacks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, you just kind of run around, you kill people. It was really good. Though. I the game was. It. So, how are we going to get it. a sequel? There was. There, there was. There sequel. was. Yeah. How are we going to get another one? <laughs> how many times can that you destroy all? Three I think games. there were three yeah, destroy I think, all humans. I think it might be. All right. Maybe well, four. clearly this bit has run into the ground. <laughs> but this, I think Destin's saying you were, you destroy all humans through their butts. <laughs> <laughs> good. Yeah. yeah. It's true. It only gets better in the in the sequels. <laughs> I mean, I feel like if you accomplish the, the mission of the title of the first game, there's really no need for a sequel. Where's our butt rolled one? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Parker. Oh my goodness! Uh, and then, butts, sorry. <laughs> no, the voice no of butts. God letting us know: no, no go on the butts. Mercenaries Playground of Destruction, another, another one I'm very happy about. Yeah. Beloved game. Yeah, it's uh, I, I just everything was destructive, and I, I feel like even now there are very few games where you can destruct environments quite as much as you could in Mercenaries, and I'm, yeah. I'm excited everyone gets. It really is a playground of destruction, quite literally. Yeah. and. It was essentially, I mean, I, I rented both games. There's a sequel to it as well. Uh, played through them. It is essentially Just Cause before Just Cause was Just Cause. Yep. Yeah. But also with the gang yep. sort of stuff they had. It was yeah. like a little well, managing. It was kind of, I was what I was going to say is it, it, it was sort of the the first good GTA clone. Like everybody was trying. Yeah. You know, because nobody had been able to replicate the open open world sandbox, make it fun with missions type thing. And, I, and this was pandemic, a really... A well-regarded developer. They made uh, actually they made a, the next game I'm going to talk about as well. But they uh, yeah rest in peace pandemic. But yeah, yeah. One of the I first mean, GTA I guess games. GTA was the closest analog at the time, right? Yes, because I was playing Far Cry Five recently, like a lot of us were, and I, I actually thought about mercenaries for the first time. You mm-hmm. did have these different areas with different factions. Mm-hmm. I believe one of them was set in North Korea, and I can never remember yeah. if it's the first or second one, or if it was both of them. Um, but it was very similar. It was like you work up the line with lieutenants and you can call for vehicles to be dropped in or you could call in airstrikes, mm-hmm. which led up to, I think, a nuke. Was wasn't it, <laughs> it yeah. a tactical and, nuke and, in the game? And wasn't, wasn't it a deck no of cards that, that, that yeah. laid out the, yeah. the bad guys, like it, the hierarchy of bad guys? Yeah, I mean, what was it, Desert Storm? I think they actually yeah. did that in real life where they, they assigned a card to each member of, of you know, the uh, the enemy faction all the way up to whatever the... the the king, Saddam, of, king I guess, of spades would have been. or whatever yeah um and they did the exact same thing for this one and it led up to whatever the um 
uh, analog for Kim Jong-il was yeah. in North Korea in that game. But um, it was really smart. It was really fun. And it, I, it was kind of ahead of its time scene where Ubisoft has taken their whole development yeah. uh, philosophy and games like Just Cause and that have gone as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, finally, this one's near and dear to me as well. I reviewed this back in the day for OXM. Full Spectrum Warrior. You've talked about this on the show a lot. You yeah. really like it. Yeah. This game, it's the thing about it, it's it's done very well. It's, it's bizarrely a strategy game, but it's a very unique take on it. This game was, again, by Pandemic, who I mentioned a moment ago. It was started, it was actually created as a training tool for the U.S. Army. Like, the U.S. Army contracted this game. This, this, it wasn't even it's a game. It was, it, it was, it was no, software uh, to be made. Real. And what it was was you, don't, you have your squad, uh, and all you do in the game is move them. You don't actually, and you can have them sort of target an area, but you don't actually pull the trigger Interesting. in this game. Uh, your whole goal is to get them through the the battlefield the 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 combat zone I think without them right. dying without them getting shot and dying and yeah you could actually yeah you could target grenades and stuff with guys that were in cover but it's all about flanking and cover mm-hmm. and it it's an extremely unique game very tense uh, it was beautiful back in the day too obviously we're looking at a 480i Xbox game mm-hmm. uh, now from 12 wait no, 15 I, years ago i guess i can't wait to point. see this like enhanced the yeah. sequel wasn't as good, but yeah, the first one was awesome. This game, it's very challenging as well. Like, it's if it sounds like, oh, all you do is move guys around and fly, it's like, it's not that easy. Like, there's a reason, I mean, yes, they gamified the this training utility that they built for the army, but it is, it's very realistic, it's very intense, uh, and Brandon, we are going to definitely bust this one out to do some Yeah, I've never actually on. played this. I mean... One of the things that really attracted me to the <clears throat> Band of Brothers series was that element where you can control your squad mates mm-hmm. and all that. So uh, I didn't realize that they uh, – is this Tom Clancy branded or No, anything? not or? at all. Okay. So I didn't realize that they actually made one of these already in the uh, in the sort of modern theater of war. But it looks cool. Yeah, looking at the footage now, I actually remember I totally played this, Ryan. It was really challenging it and is. fun. Um I used to rent a lot of games from Gamefly because I was poor mm-hmm. and yeah. I had an Xbox and this this game everybody was talking about it and uh, that mechanic that you were discussing is really really interesting and fun to do. Yeah, I, can, I, I can't wait to play it again. Yeah. All the most of the old OXM stuff those scores aren't on Metacritic cuz Metacritic doesn't go back that far but and there's no online archive of OXM unfortunately but I I think I gave it like a if maybe a 9 but if not a high 8. Like it was mm-hmm. a lot of fond memories of it looking forward to revisiting it. So, uh, yeah, huge, huge drop for particularly the original Xbox. I mean, you can't just you can't say enough about the backwards compatibility team because it's yeah, uh, you know, it, it's not necessarily even about playing them today. It's about the fact that they will be able to live on with you mm-hmm. for the foreseeable future on the Xbox platform. Yeah. That yeah. they're they they won't be rendered useless mm-hmm. as as discs. They'll, and Microsoft isn't. I would imagine isn't getting money from it, you know, like it's, this is just a, a project that they're doing a really great job of keeping updated and it's kind of a passion project. And absolutely everyone. Yeah. So, it, they're like making their version of steam and like, they're just building up that library that they already have and it's just going to get better and better. Yeah. All right. Good stuff on the backward compatibility front. Uh, kudos to the team. We love everything you guys are working on. 
Real quick before we continue, I've got to say that the podcast is feeling more like a real show than ever because I'm actually going to do a live read on a sponsorship right now. This is for our male listeners and it's brought to you by 4hims.com. A not so fun fact, two thirds of men experience hair loss by age 35. Unfortunately, by the time a lot of guys notice, it's usually too late. So if things are getting a bit thin up top or that hairline is a little farther away than it used to be, or maybe you've even seen bald spots popping up, you have the power to do something about it. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. ForHims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness that connects you with real doctors for medical-grade solutions for problems that maybe you're too embarrassed about to handle in person. No waiting room, no doctor visits, no snake oil pills or supplements they sell behind the counter at gas stations. These are prescription solutions backed by actual science. It's easy. Visit 4 answer a few questions, a doctor will review and prescribe accordingly, and products are shipped directly to your door. While supplies last, unlocked listeners can get a trial month for just $5 when they head to 4 slash podcast unlocked. This would cost hundreds of dollars from a doctor or pharmacy, so 5 bucks for your first month is a steal. Again, that's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash podcast unlocked. Thanks. Now back to the show. Uh, speaking of stuff I love, <laughs> Splinter Cell's Aww. on that list. You looked at me. What about Splinter Brand. Cell within a different... You going to go to HR now? No. <laughs> what? What about Splinter Cell within a game that is not Splinter Cell, like, say, Ghost Recon? Well, that's what we got. Uh, yeah. We're not getting a new Splinter Cell game. But yeah, uh, Ubisoft really, I thought, played this very well, mm. the run-up to this, the, yeah. the teasing. So Ghost Recon Wildlands, very successful game. You remember us talking last year. It was the best-selling game of the year for, I think, basically up till about the fall when all the big fall games hit. But hugely successful. They've are, they've been continually adding content. They're not afraid to to go out of the box. They got the they did the predator, the predator thing. Yeah. And uh, if you're watching, this is exactly what the gameplay is like, right, Ryan? Uh, this I well I haven't finished it and I'm gonna talk I'm gonna tell you about why I haven't finished it in a minute but because it's super hard yeah that's yeah. that spoiler alert yeah really difficult but <laughs> well I mean that was the same with the Predator mission I think um, they talked about it a little on the Inside Xbox episode yesterday um, when it when it aired but the Ubisoft rep said something like only four or five percent of players actually took down the Predator like wow. these these bonus missions are yeah. not easy so yeah it's so it, the big deal here is Michael Ironside, they got him back to voice Sam Fisher in this Splinter Cell crossover in Ghost Recon Wildlands. So you have to go to... It's almost like there's going to be a new Splinter Cell announced this year. No, I, I hope so. I would love uh, that. So you go you go to La Cruz, the, the La Cruz province uh, in the game. As soon as you sort of cross over the border, you'll get a radio message from Sam telling you to meet up with him at, at 2,100 hours. And so you go to... And, and, uh, you have to go, the mission is you have to get into this heavily fortified base without being seen, without killing anyone, uh, completely undetected, and then get to Sam, and then it, it continues from there. And it's all Michael Ironside. It's it's so great. Like it's it's like putting on a favorite old jacket that you hadn't that you that's been in your closet forever. You're like, I forgot how much I love this yeah. jacket. Good to hear the voice. It really is. I mean, it's um, it's a, and he sounds great. 
Uh, he looked great. We were watching him on the Inside Xbox stream yesterday. Yeah, I mean, looks, he's still looks spry. Yeah, he does. He's uh, he looks fantastic and and sounds great. I mean, I I would do if my career bucket list now includes get Michael Ironside to read one of my review scripts for anything <laughs> or just anything something where I would normally go in the VO booth. I want him to do it because <laughs> I could listen to him do anything. But he's like, that'll be thirty thousand yeah. <laughs> dollars. You couldn't afford me. <laughs> uh, now I'm now I've been fired by IGN. But yeah, it's this mission's really difficult. I know, uh, Destin, you were telling me so. Y- you tasked Duggan. James Duggan, who's a re- who's a very good video game player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. far better than my mm-hmm. rickety old thumbs at this mm-hmm. point. To, to capture it and put it on IGN, yeah. and... He's struggling. It's really, really difficult to complete. There's this one section where you get pinned down and you have to kill a bunch of people, and he's like, this is ridiculously tough. Yeah, so he's over there swearing at his TV about Splinter Cell, and I'm playing a different game on the hardest difficulty, swearing at my TV. <laughs> it was a nice day yesterday. Is, I was, is he doing yeah. it alone? Yeah. So he, what he's going to do is he's going to get a co-op crew and go back at it. Yeah, okay. So And, uh, yeah, so I was I was playing it yesterday as well, not only because I'm just Splinter Cell, i got to play this, but also it's like i got to be able to talk about it on Unlock tomorrow. Yeah. And it took me many, many tries to even get to Sam. Yeah. Because finally I was like, okay, you can like melee take out people in Ghost Recon. So if they're telling me no fatalities, dro- don't drop any bodies. It's like, like I got oh, cool. I'll just and I'm like out. nope. That that's apparently murder. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, you have like lethal forearms. Yeah. In uh, the ghosts have lethal forearms, so you you just have to sneak your way through. Really and strong. So I I and I failed. Once part two started, I don't want to give any spoilers necessarily, but there's a part two that's also difficult. Yeah. Failed that. And I was like, please be a checkpoint. Please start me right here. Nope. Beginning of the mission. Yeah. Like, oh, oh <laughs> no. So uh, I will see it through to the end. But there was also a really cool clip going around Twitter. Mm-hmm. This, I didn't watch it. I should have before the show. It's it, This isn't a spoiler. This is like kind of an Easter egg. But it's. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's Sam. You know, it's and he's by the way, he's completely full gray hair, full gray Mm -hmm. beard in this one, continuing the tradition of Sam Fisher looking completely different in every single (laughs) game. He really does. Like he went, he got younger for a while. Like he was, he was sort of 45 year old George Clooney esque in the first game. And then he got a bit younger and then he got kind of older really again. For that one game. And then, yeah, then his then his voice was strange <laughs> and blacklisted <laughs> for like a good couple of weeks. And now yeah. he's back to and, and I'm guessing they made him old uh, to kind of match Michael Ironside because we we looked like Ironside. I think if I'm is about seventy years old. Yeah, uh, so it'd be to match the aging voice. Yeah, for sure. But anyway, uh, he looks cool. Like I like the beard. He's got, he like, does look cool. Like, yeah, it's yeah. And this, it's this clip from from the mission, and it's it's a ref, he references Metal Gear, but but respectfully. Yeah, yeah. he's saying uh, it's like oh, I, uh, there, there was another there guy. was another guy uh, who you know uh, army infiltration, army infiltration uh, wears a bandana. Oh, did you hear? And it's the contact. Oh, he, he retired, and he's and Sam, Sam just it's Ironside just goes oh I'm it's just me. Yeah, Aww. but he's like Aww. the way he delivers way, that line yeah. is like, oh, it's I'm the only one. Meaning, like, just me yeah. now. Referencing pure stealth games. Yeah, yeah. and and That's yeah, so it, was, great. it was so good. So, um, are you convinced, Alana, that a new Splinter Cell is coming? Yes, I want to believe you. This in and out like, bet. I want to believe. No, no, no. You. I don't think it's coming this year. I think we're going to see it at E3. Okay, yeah. so you think an announcement at E3? Yep. All right. In and out bet. Let's this, do it. Does anybody want to take her? I mean, I agree. This is totally their start of the PR cycle, right? 
Yeah, I don't. I don't know. You're gonna say no. I'll take the somebody's bet. got a bet. I'll take the free bet. lunch. All right. All right, because in and out. I'll take the bet. I don't think it's announced at E3. I think, um, I think it's a next year now. Wait, what are the terms? So okay, so if it's announced in calendar 2018. No, no, no. She said E3. Okay, well, that means you have to get more specific. That's not fair. You're like, no, I think (laughs) we announced in the future. Uh, (laughs) All right. January 1st, 2019 are on. No, that's cheating. Is that still too vague? What event? Uh, Okay. Will there be an event? No, I don't think there'll be an event. I mean, look at the Division 2. It just came out. Like, they just announced it. I think that was because it was going to leak. Yeah, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean the same thing happened with uh, Shadow of War, but it just happened to coincide with GDC. Amazon mm-hmm. kind of leaked it a little bit early, but uh, okay. I don't, know. I don't know. I don't think it's announced at E3. So whatever stipulations so you want to Gamescom, you want to put on the end of that. No, well, then I, not Gamescom. It, it's fine. That doesn't matter that much. Right. Harris Games. Away. So <laughs> <laughs> definitely not that. Here, here's I the thing. Yeah, I don't if, think they would. If Evo. This, <laughs> I don't I don't think it's an event. I think it's a standalone announcement. Okay. If this is leading up to a new standalone Splinter Cell game, then I think Ubisoft's playing it perfectly because you you reintroduce him in an extremely popular game yeah. that's already got hundreds of thousands of players mm-hmm. in Ghost Recon Wildlands. You make you make it a f- interesting mission, even though it's hard as heck. You bring back Michael Ironside, and then you they had him on the inside Xbox stream yeah. and they did an interview and the first words out of his mouth were, oh, yeah. were, uh, uh, I am, I never, I left. never left. I am Sam Fisher. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, it was just, just like, sort of like yes! the biggest middle fingers to everyone. <laughs> it, it was, was like, almost oh, like, forget character. that yeah. last dude, yeah. that game, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah. It's all, it's, it's me. And then, uh, you you wrote this up, right? Yeah. You, you put an article up. He told a really cool anecdote about how he sort of came with the the. the Oh God, he described it as the, he met somebody that provided the canvas on which he painted his character for Sam Fisher. Right, because uh, he said he turned down the role when Ubisoft came to him with the first game originally because he thought Sam was just a one-note, two-dimensional, two-dimensional guy. Character, yeah. And he, he helped flesh out and rewrite Sam. Wow. Which I which I'd never heard before. I thought that was really awesome. That you know, this is not a guy who just showed up and hit the VO booth and cashed his check and left. Like yeah. he had creative involvement. Do we know what happened with the other voice actor? Like why that was a thing? Was well, it well? So I I put the with? I put the link to Mitch Dyer's old story yeah. in my oh, story wow. yesterday. When Blacklist was was ramping up before it had come out, when everybody was like, "Where the hell is Michael Ironside?" The excuse at the time, which I called BS on then, and I absolutely call BS on now, was they said, well, we got this new new actor because Michael Ironside, he's, he's getting older and he can't do the performance capture. It's like, that's stupid. It's a video game. Yeah. You dub him in. Yeah. Like, it's ridiculous. We have the technology, yeah. friends. We can rebuild it. Yeah. And so I... I Double down on that now because the fact that Ironside's coming out and being like, I'm Sam Fisher, I never left, uh, and hopefully, and he, at the end he teased, he just said, uh, he said, if hopefully something, circumstances could align where there there could be another Splinter Cell game. So he, he even, there's clearly no issue with just yeah. dubbing in a 70-year-old guy and having someone else do the... Other body performance stuff. Other games do that all the time. Yeah, Yeah. all the time. Yeah, (laughs) literally every other game. Yeah, it's dumb. So I'd be curious if we ever hear that story why they went with someone else. I don't think we will. Not on the record. Weird negotiation thing or something. Yeah, yeah, it could have been. I mean, he because he'd done 
gosh, five or six Splinter Cell games at that yeah. point. Maybe he was just like, you know, I need some more money, and they they called his bluff. And yeah. maybe now, after time has healed enough, where they're like, let's get let's let's rekindle this. I, I think yeah. he was probably on a different project and just couldn't do yeah, it when they needed him. That, yeah. but um, but yeah, if, if there's a new game coming, I think this is the perfect way to to feed fan interest in it is reintroduce him through Wildlands, reintroduce Michael Ironside specifically, have Michael Ironside go on a major first-party platform show and say, I'm back, it's me. Mm -hmm. And then hopefully E3, we get said new game. (laughs) Yep, I think it's happening. If they don't, if there is no announcement and Brandon wins this bet... Wait, you, <laughs> are those the stipulations now? No, no, no. I'm just saying if that if you end up correct and there's yeah. no game, then Ubisoft just trolled the hell out of me and I'm going to really, I mean, really same. be mad or, at Or maybe it's just too soon, which is what I... I mean, look... Is it this year? No, I don't think it's the... I don't... It's this year. I would be... I would be so <laughs> shocked if somebody somewhere wasn't at least sketching what Sam Fisher would look like in the next game, right? But I don't think an announcement is coming this year. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, it's... As long as it happens, I... I just want it, like, conviction. It's such a perfect window. Metal Gear is not, yeah. like, the joke that they made or the yeah. homage to Metal Gear is well, that's true. Life. No. She's got a point. No. She's got a point. It's not a stealth game. It's a survival game. It's true. Uh, Survive was something. So let me, <laughs> let me paint this Gear. picture. Yeah. What if, moving forward, Ghost Recon Wildlands is the platform in which old video game properties come back to life? All of them? The Lazarus <laughs> pit of video games. Uh, does this mean we get a new Predator game? When's the last Predator game that we had? No. All of a sudden, no. Uh, yeah, they just did fart. I want but, a new Predator game. <laughs> the prince from Prince of Persia just shows up yeah. in a crossover mission. Exactly. Hey, could you help me uh, recover this knife that in, that, that, that slows down, <laughs> that, that rewinds time? That'd in this, be great. In this new patch, the ghosts go snowboarding. <laughs> Steep two. Oh, <laughs> wow, we're hunting a strange rabbit-like creature somewhere in the forest. <laughs> they say it's gone rabid. But um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> so uh, Clint Hawking is a brilliant game designer who yeah. was the create was the creative director on the original Splinter Cell and on Chaos Theory. Mm. He left Ubisoft, was off a couple different stops. He's back at Ubisoft now. So if there's a new Splinter Cell game, please, God, mm-hmm. let Clint Hawking be the creative director on it and, and not uh, have him uninvolved at all and have some new, new group of, of people. I mean, I, don't, I guess it's good to have new talent involved, but it's been long enough. I want another crack at this but from Clint Hawking. Yeah, I feel we'll you. We'll see. All right. Uh, if you're planning on attending E3 and you'd like to be part of the Microsoft festivities, you can uh, get in on the lottery. You're going to be able to get tickets to the Fan Fest via a lottery. It's $45 for a maybe. No, it's for... If I you, know, I'm, cho- <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> yeah. it's, no, it's not $45 for the lottery ticket. It's mm-hmm. if you were chosen in the lottery, you, get, uh, you can purchase a $45 ticket. They have not charged before, but they... Uh, I got you know they got to cover logistics costs and, sure. and who knows what else. But Brendan, you do you get some swag out of it? Yeah. Oh yeah, the fan fest swag. We were talking about this yesterday. It comes with a backpack, um, and there's a lot of like nondescript stuff in there that they're not talking about yet. Is there but a they, hoodie? 
Uh, no, but they did. That's Forty-five bucks right there. They did showcase two of the items that'll be coming in the backpack. And let me just preface this with the value for what's in the backpack is totally worth the forty-five dollars for the tickets. Um, it comes with a um, sort of custom-made jersey that says FanFest on it. Oh. Uh, if you watch the Inside Xbox cool. episode yesterday, um, the guy who runs it was wearing one, so you can see what they it actually looks referred like. to him as FanFest guy. FanFest guy was wearing one, so you can see what it looks like. Is it um, all wearable? I'm sorry. Can I, can I no. get? Can we request to get this early? And I wear the entire thing. Next you just time want I'm on to do show. an unboxing, <laughs> but <laughs> literally with like this exact cap and a jacket. Yeah, just, <laughs> and the backpack. You What's become up, fan kids? fest guy. <laughs> Socks. <laughs> <laughs> um, thanks, Dustin. In addition to that, it we comes, missed you, buddy. <laughs> it comes with a. Uh, it comes with a two terabyte uh, external hard drive for your Xbox One. Awesome. That is Sea of Thieves edition. So Ooh, that's more than oh, similar. That's worth it. Similar to the controller, it's it glows in the dark. Mm. It's got that cool sort of uh, blue, purple, and teal kind of. Uh, color scheme going on for it uh but you can get one of those uh in the backpack as well plus some more stuff so those two items together more than pay for it the catch is that uh the tickets are on a lottery system so you actually have to put your name in if you're drawn you can you can then purchase them and then they, the death. they are having a thousand fans at the briefing itself yeah uh the it, you know the actual press conference that's those, a lot of fans there's a lot of fans and those will be those will be free tickets but those will be a, a lottery too i presume yeah. I, do they I come a good way to do it. Do they come with the FanFest ticket? I believe they do. I'm not sure. Okay. We'll have to look into yeah. that. I used to love going to the events for the spectacle of it, but I'm older now, and I'm just yeah. like, I'll just sit in the comfort of the world. No, I still enjoy. always want to go. I'm sad that I so, can't. It's so I, great in person. If you ever have a chance to go, it's so exciting. The energy in the room you is really, really I still low-key I, I, hope I get to go again. Yeah. <laughs> I would but it's always like, year. you got to give your thing to You whoever. have to walk. Like, yeah. I know. <laughs> Um, I went last. Actually, I'm wondering. Yeah, since I'm covering Xbox now, if I have to be in the room or if I'm in the war room. Well, war- tend to, you oh. would, I would think you would be in the war room. Lucy yeah. tends to be the one in the room at the uh, doing the wrap ups. Yeah. yeah, I haven't gotten to be in the room since uh, 2013. We should go. We when should go the, this year. We uh, we have a live show yeah, to do right cool. after. Oh, I might totally I'm get to go this year. Oh, crap, I have to. I'm be, on gameplay for the show, so yeah, I I'll be redundant yeah, capture. So yeah, okay, I'm a little excited. Let's have a going. meeting about this. <laughs> yeah, well, done. right, right guys, on the air. You guys are on on-air meeting. seeing an E3 planning meeting <laughs> right here. <laughs> Wait a second, who's gonna go? But I want to go. Uh, I want to go. <laughs> yeah, so if I don't get to go, you should definitely go. Well, I have to go for anyway. If no, you, no, no. Yeah, I have a meeting in five minutes. Not the event. So my my an liter- actual meeting. Yeah. Literally, right. my performance evaluation is in five minutes. All right. <laughs> so oh, okay. Let's get on out of here. All right. Here. So uh, yeah, and Spyro reignited, uh, similar to Crash Bandicoot, the remaster from last mm-hmm. year. That's uh, happening this year, but unlike that, there's no uh, timed exclusive for PlayStation. So that is coming to Xbox One mm-hmm. on September 21st. So September's filling up mm-hmm. between that and Rise uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. And uh, the oh, well, Spider Man's not Spider-Man, on Xbox, yeah. but mm-hmm. sh- super want to play Spider Man. Yeah. Hope it's super want to play Spyro. It's the developers of Sunset Overdrive. Uh, and then we've got the Miramar map fans for PUBG yep. on Xbox One hitting in May. So that's yeah. next. Fans week. have been asking about this constantly. Anytime I stream PUBG, they're like, "When's Miramar come to Xbox? Yeah. When's Miramar come to Xbox?" And uh, yeah, very soon. And they're also going to start doing free play days, which is incredibly smart. Mm. Everyone's like, oh, early access. This will give people a way to check it out and decide if you want to support it on console. Yeah, I believe it's the 19th through the 22nd, but we have that story up on IGN because uh, we wrote it yesterday. So (laughs) that's the first one. Details. Yeah, that's just the first one. There's also a new DLC pack coming out. And I'm not even going to try the or PUBG. Tr- try it, yeah. T- 
try to hit the dates because I'm not going to get them right. But it is stretching for a month. It is limited edition. There's some new clothes and cosmetics you can buy in there. Um, and once it's gone, it's gone. So uh, we have that story up too on IGN. So just head over there to check that out. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, we give you, or since we do have to get to important meetings here, uh, we'll skip Marketplace with Games with Gold. Just listen to last week's show if you missed it or look Fantastic it up on IGN. Games. And then uh, game releases. What are the quick highlights, Alana? We have Massive of, Masters of Anima, Extinction, Owlboy. Very good game. Play <clears throat> Owlboy. Robot, cr- Robocraft Infinity, Bomb Slinger, Wise Origin? East Origin. East, oh, I wish right. I had time that's to talk right. about this. You've spoken to me about that. Yeah, before. East uh, Origin's really good. Yeah. It's The East series is near and dear to my heart. I guess maybe hopefully next week I can find time to talk about that. Uh, Hellblade Senua's Sacrifice, which I'm very excited about. Uh, I didn't get to finish that on PS4. Um, Earthlog, Festival of Magic, Deep Ones, and Regalia of Men and Monarchs, which I've also heard is very good. So Fantastic. I'm going to save Trivia for next week. But I know when... the answer to this one. Uh, that's fine. It's rigged. It's. It's, I will it use this question next week. Just... Don't look it up. Nobody, oh, don't, you don't look it up. It's rigged. Why are just, you pointing at me? What if we because just do it really quickly? She already we have four she... minutes. Okay, <laughs> no, fine. No, 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 don't, 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 don't do it. It'll give me time to study. <laughs> I'm just joking. In 2011, Chris asks, in 2011, Xbox Live dashboard beta participants, remember when that was a thing, they got sent a disc with a new dashboard, and what game was in there? There was a, you, got a, you got a game with that. Did you get Fable 3, Alan Wake, Halo Reach, or Crackdown 2? Destin, do you know that? I'll guess Alan Wake, because I have no idea. <laughs> Alan Wake. Halo Reach. She's right. Woo! All right, bye, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, good stuff. Take us home here. Destin, plug whatever you're working on, wherever we can find you. It's been a little while since you've checked in. Yeah, on the so guys, I manage a team at IGN, and it is absolute chaos almost every day when I come <laughs> into the office. So that is my day-to-day at IGN. If you want to check me out after hours, I stream at twitch.tv. Ooh, Destin after Channel. hours. Destin uh, after dark. I swear sometimes. <gasps> I get yeah, real salty. I've never heard you swear. Really? Yeah. I swear all the He's, time. Yeah, where, where have you You've, been? Yeah. I swear at my TV <laughs> You've constantly. sworn at me before. Sometimes CJ is, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes yeah. CJ is here late at night and he'll be like, hey, Alana, I know you're working. Just want to let you know I'm going to play Destiny. Like, sorry if you hear me swearing. And then he'll just be like, oh, gosh. Oh, dog. He is, he's like, he so PG-13. Freaking, freaking laser gun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very yeah. polite. Destiny Or I'll hear him apologizing thing. the right. whole time. Yeah. Oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> Did you give your social media yeah. thing? Yeah, sure. Okay. And uh, Twitter. Excellent. Brandon? Uh, yeah, I'm just doing, uh, that Xbox life, living that Xbox life every day. So, um, not going to get into each and every project, but you can follow me at Twitter at Brandon Tyrell. Um, let me know if you've ever rented a game from a, a blockbuster Hollywood and never <laughs> returned it. I'm, I'm genuinely curious <laughs> if I'm just a bad person or if this was something that we I mean, just that is did definitely when we were theft. younger. Whoever brought, bought the bankruptcy assets yeah. of blockbuster is, you're going to get a letter in the I'm mail. I'm going to get so uh, sued. Oh man! Yeah. Was the game you rented the guy game? No, 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 it was Enter the Matrix, and uh, we were just talking about. It, I forgot, but I will 100 percent donate. If it, I will donate 100 dollars to a charity if it turns out I'm the only one that did this. Alana, uh, I am at Char Alanazad on all the social media. It's my name in the middle of Charizard, and right now I'm working very, very, very hard to the extent of panic on uh, this month's IGN first, which is Detroit Become Human. It is a PS4 game, but it's also I think the the process of making this game is very interesting. Yeah. So check I it had out. no idea that's what your Twitter handle was. I get it now. Really? Seriously? 
I never knew it was Alana in the middle of Charizard. Yeah. I'm like, oh, now wow, I get it. Wow, there you go. Glad to have you. You can find me on Twitter at DMC underscore Ryan, and I would uh, implore you to check out Unfiltered, all of them, but particularly this month's with Joseph Ferris is an absolute riot. Uh, you will, I guarantee you it will be an hour plus of your life that you will be yeah. happy that you spent doing uh, that. So for Destin, always good to see you, Alana and Brandon. Hi. I'm Ryan. This was Unlocked 341, and we'll see you guys next week. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.